Hello, 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 and welcome to the first taste reading series on the Day Beautiful podcast feed. I'm Adam Fitcavage, and on this version of the podcast, I invite a writer to read from their debut book so readers can get a first taste of exactly what they're in for. If you like what you hear here, check us out on daybeautiful.net and on all social media at daybeautiful. Today's guest was born and raised in Texas with roots in Louisiana. Her writing is infused with Southern influences and Black history. She lives in the Dallas area with her husband and three children. Her debut novel, The Blueprint, is out now. Please welcome Ray Gianna Rashad. Hey, Ray. How are you doing today? I'm fine. Thank you for asking. Uh, I am so excited to be chatting with you via Zoom. We met in person at uh, Denver, in Denver at FallCon, which is like a, a book selling convention. It was such a pleasure to hear you read then. And I cannot wait to hear you read now. Um, tell readers a little bit about what your debut novel is all about. Sure. Well, The Blueprint is my debut novel, and it is literary speculative fiction in the vein of The Handmaid's Tale by Margaret Atwood. Um, thematically, it explores race, um, misogyny, hypocrisy, power imbalances, and ancestral ties. Um, the narrative follows Solin. She is a young woman coming of age in an alternate oppressive Texas. She becomes entangled with a white government official and she navigates that experience using the story of her ancestor who was an enslaved woman in 1800s Louisiana. Yeah, I think when I, I'm notoriously bad at describing what books are even though in theory that's what I do for a living and that's why I always ask the author from their perspective what the book's about because I'll pitch it as something that like completely wrong because that's what I took away from it but authors and other readers will take away different things right um, and, and that's valuable that's valuable yeah. <laughs> and for an author it's valuable to hear how other people view your work so yeah. but I I get it <laughs> no and yes yeah and your book was so complex it's it, it hit so many notes and it really did explore so much and and it taught it teach it taught me a lot just about how I view the world which is always what I want a book to do oh, thank you for that I'm glad to hear that definitely and what part of the book will you be reading for us set it up so um the so Lynn's ancestor was named Henriette and Henriette's story provides a thematic glue for the narrative in the blueprint. So I open with Henriette's story as told through Solin's eyes. And I'll start. Take it away. 1801, Leonore, the Atlantic Ocean. The men called her Henriette, but it wasn't her name. She promised herself she would never think it, never say it, never answer to it. It wouldn't be her name. Henriette was named by Henry Rousseau, whose belly she warmed on the voyage across the Atlantic from Senegambia. The captain of La Leonore had the first pick of the winches. This he coveted. He chose from the comely, the tawny, copper, or yellow, as described in his slave manifests. He created one Henriette for each trip through the middle passage, and when he was done, he ushered her from his bed to the auction block. Dazed Henriette, fiery Henriette, timid Henriette. 
His Henriette, who held a clasp knife to his throat while he slept, and later leaped from the bow of the ship, leaving only tattered nightgown cotton in his hand. I imagine there were dozens. Henriettes scattered and windblown through the port of New Orleans like ashes. Henriette, confused by the strange tongue of these pale men with sun-reddened arms and hair like savanna grass, understood enough to know, although she didn't desire him, Rousseau was a small refuge. The men could have forced her to dance before passing her down through the ranks, from dirt to filth, from bed to pallet, until there was no nothing left except to return to the lower deck's darkness that nearly suffocated her. There, she couldn't see the lives next to her, but she smelled them, heard them. The ship's stretching groan couldn't mask the sobs of terror and agony. Rousseau understood things too. When he found a bowl of beans behind his dressing table, he understood Henriette was saving it for her brother, one of 309 men shackled behind the nine-foot wall forged with spikes and swivel guns. Which one, he didn't know. The men were identical to him. Names and ages of the inventory and his slave manifest were rarely accurate, but Henriette's marks in the fine layer of dust on his desk meant her brother had seen only 12 years to her 15. She didn't want him held like the men, shackled to another body and vomiting in the lower deck that smelled of shit and decay and anger. Under a blanket of dark, she did what pleased him. She placed his hand over her heart, and though it stumbled off her tongue, she said the only word he taught her, this name, Henriette. It lay in repose between them. The following day, Rousseau brought his Henriette below deck to find her brother among the broken bodies, some dead, all long to be. He made the boy a pallet in the corner of his cabin. Clutching an amulet, the Fulani people believed offered protection. Henriette, sweet Henriette, finally slept. She wandered through dreams where Rousseau kept them safe and together in America. The pre-dawn haze settled over the cabin and outside the ship cages on the shore of New Orleans. Rousseau considered Henriette's arm entwined with her brother's and studied the message she traced in dust. Three length circles, one large, two small. He didn't miss the hope in his Henriette's eyes. He let her cling to it. When he lay next to new Henriette, her body thin and shivering, he thought of sweet Henriette. The year is 2030. I am Henriette's descendant. Thank you so much to Ray Gianna Rashad for reading from her debut novel, The Blueprint, which is out now and you can get it at your favorite independent bookstore or at bookshop.org. You can find her at rayjianarashad.com and on Instagram at rayjianarashad. You can find Day Beautiful at daybeautiful.net and on all social media at daybeautiful. And as always, I'm Adam, this is Day Beautiful, and you're all beautiful. Beautiful.